Welcome to, like, the TB Toycast. If you play with toys, you will score. <laughs> yeah, yeah, toys are cool, like fire, fire. <laughs> you won't score, Beavis. You're too much of a butt monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, butthead. I'll play with all the toys, then I'm definitely gonna score. <laughs> <laughs> toys are cool, Beavis. A big toy collection gets you all the chicks. And if you, like, listen to the TB Toycast, you will definitely score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't wait to score. <laughs> Everyone will score but you, Beavis. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, butthead. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special edition of the TB Toycast. I've been wanting to do this for a while where I kind of just brought some of my collector friends on to do kind of a, you know, a quick show. Uh, about an hour or so, just talking about our love of collecting. I think uh, I think with most of us, we have gotten in and out of collecting. I know there's some people that listen that actually don't collect currently, but I think we've all had our ebbs and flows with collecting. And uh, I would say uh, for most of us, the story is uh, never say never if we ever get out because we'll always find our way back in at different points. But I have my good friend Aaron Anders joining me. Aaron, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing fantastic, and I could not have done that intro better myself. <laughs> well, was... it's, you know, me and you, so I told you when I wanted to do this show tonight, I said this won't be about wrestling, because um, me and you have talked so much about wrestling, and that's kind of a love-hate relationship with, with both of us nowadays, but I was like, I want to talk specifically about collecting today, and but to kind of give people a backstory, me and you met around 2013, 2014. Uh, doing local independent wrestling around Oklahoma and got along instantly. And, you know, I remember, I think, I think battle dome, I was, always, I always feel like it was, it was battle dome that kind of, I was, I was, I was just about to say, and, and our, it was pro wrestling and our love of battle dome, which is, which is fun. I know this is supposed to be about toys, but it's just hilarious how much of a meme that uh, Titan has become. <laughs> right. In, 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 in the world today. So, yeah, exactly. And t- Battle Dome, it was like almost like no one remembers it, but like almost like your face lit up like, you like Battle Dome? I'm like, hell yeah, I like Battle yeah. Dome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of just, we, we developed this bond. I remember being at SRPW, this local indie show, and you were talking to another mutual friend, uh, Coach Doggins, as, uh, as yep. I call him, about toys. And I'm like, oh, you guys are into figures? And you're it's almost like you're defensive at first, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome, me too. And it's almost like, oh, okay, he's one of us, you know. And I mean, it's 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 more defensive just because, like, it's it's so funny because, like, we're in a wrestling locker room, like I'm literally in front of you, like in you know tights and with my shirt off and everything, but I'm self conscious about toys. Um, but it's 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 more like I really don't want to be judged by like how much money and how much time I spend doing this hobby. Yes, you can't. That's the weird thing about collecting is if you're into it you get it but people outside of collecting probably never will and i and i made this comparison before where you know i i see i work with guys who um you know who dip who smoke mm-hmm. and they spend tons of money on that but if they knew i collected the way i do would probably be like how much money do you spend on that um so, it's 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 the same thing it's just different right so i have i have a, a- pretty funny story that's very similar to that um my brother and i have not always been on the best terms and especially like in our early 20s like 
um, you know, I'm, I'm being a giant geek and doing this and he's doing some things that maybe he shouldn't. And he's hanging out with one of his friends one night after, you know, they, you know, seen stuff that I was collecting and he was, they were just kind of like, how much money does he spend on this? Like kind of like giving me shit, like behind my back. Mm-hmm. I apologize. I apologize for cussing. I'm not sure if we can do no, that fine. or not. Go ahead. Okay. Um, but then he was just like, at least he's able to, you know, like keep his stuff. Like we're, we're going and we're spending our money on this. And then like, he's going to have this stuff out of like later on. So it's, I mean, it's very, it's very similar in that aspect. Very similar story. Oh, I remember I, one of my first jobs out of high school, you know, still trying to figure out, you know, being an adult and stuff. And I uh, worked with a guy who was a little bit older, which I, that's just crazy now. Cause he was like 31. And I remember thinking like, Oh man, that guy's like an adult, you know, <laughs> but yes. I'm 38 now, like, Holy shit. But, um, at the time he, I, I would, uh, I would buy like graphic novels and stuff. So on my lunch break, I'd sometimes go to the bookstore and grab a graphic novel or something like that. Cause you know, I was working a full-time job living at home. So I had money. And I was always showing him the books I bought. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. He's like, I'm going to have to pick up some of those. That's awesome. And uh, this lady that worked there was like, how much did that cost? And I was like, oh, I don't know, like $12, $14. I can't believe you'd waste your money on something so stupid. And I'm like, well, it's entertainment. I enjoy it. And at yeah. the same time, this lady smoked probably three packs of cigarettes a day. I mean, And so I asked her, I was like, well, how much does that cost? Well, that's different. <laughs> it's like, it, well, yeah. is it though? It's like. It's this, this is an addiction. <laughs> it's like, fine, it's too. It's like, I need that dopamine hit. Yeah. Well, I, re- I remember one time, man, you, you sent me a, a picture. Um, I don't know if it was a meme or not, but it was a kid and he was like at a desk, he was like at a desk and he had just like every thing you could think of as far as collectibles. Right. And, yeah. and it said, if you want to keep a kid off drugs, make him a nerd. Because it's, you spend it's, so much of your money, you can't possibly get into drugs. Oh, it's 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 so true. It's so true. But, you know, we blow it on plastic instead. Yeah. But um, and just a, a quick sidebar: you were talking about, you know, oh, like how much did that cost and everything? Um, back when I was growing up, like we would go to Walmart with my mom, and she'd be like, "You have five dollars to buy a toy," so I would. You know, my brother and I would be like, "Hey, we're gonna pick this one up." And you know, back in the day, it was I think it was like four ninety seven for a Star Wars toy at Walmart. My mom would cover the tax. Oh, like, oh, hey, days, this, this is this is five bucks. And now my mom, like, my my brother's got two daughters, and she'll you know occasionally like go to the store and see a toy and everything. And she's like, "I'm so glad that I do that. I had you when I did, and I'm not like a mom growing up now because of how much toys are." Mm-hmm. I mean you and I work full-time jobs and I'm still just like, this is so much money. (laughs) Just, I I mean like minimum wage doesn't even cover a, like an action figure these days. Like an hour of minimum wage doesn't cover an action figure these days. I know it's, um, it's definitely, it's gotten so expensive and I, and I've, I've talked to some friends about this. I was like, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think all these companies jack up their prices and then we all as stupid collectors keep spitting out the money and so they keep jacking them up. You know, well, I mean, it's, it's it's what we it's what we've got to do. Like yeah. It's and then I I know this probably isn't like the the toy version of, that you were want to talk about and everything, but I remember like the DC Multiverse the McFarlane line mm-hmm. is one of the ones that like I started collecting again. I just I think that's a 
a great line oh, it's amazing. For, the, for, for the most part. But I mean, one of the reasons I started doing that was because they had really nice figures, decent articulation came with stuff, but it was like maybe 20 bucks for a figure. Right. And now it's 22, 23. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's just a, more like deluxe one, it's twenty five dollars, and it's just like I definitely step back on that line. Like I'm just I'm I'm getting priced out of a lot of this stuff right now. Well, you know, Marvel Legends, GI Joe, all those kind of started doing that, and I think that's it's one of those things. Like I remember when they were doing Masters of the WWE Universe; those, mm-hmm. were, those were fifteen, and at the time, that was basically the cheapest thing on the market, besides like you know, Mattel basics and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and then they, they stopped that line and they introduced WWE superstars, which was the same kind of articulation, but Hey, we're going to lose the gimmicky stuff. It's just going to be straight wrestling. And they look great. Oh yeah. And like they immediately, like they had soft goods, like the whole deal. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. The card was kind of LJN esque. So had some callback, you know, flavor there. So you kind of almost had like a Rimco style figure with an LJN style card. So it's like, that's kind of hitting everyone in the fields. They were 20 bucks. And I'm like, there is no way that's a $20 figure. Come yeah, on. I, like, I, I can't, I can't just, I can't justify it. I mean, maybe with the soft goods. Yeah. And, and, and like, cause they've been coming with belts and everything too. Like it's, a, it's a very good looking line for like mint on card collectors. Yeah. And, but and, I, but I, I, I personally can't justify that price point. And, and I, I also, go ahead. I'm go sorry. ahead. Oh, and I also know if I bought one, it would start a snowball for me as well. So I'm the other side of that coin. I said the same thing and they started releasing more and more figures. I liked and I was like, gosh, dang it. And so, yeah, I, I caved and started buying them. Oh man. But yeah, I'm, I'm like you, it's like, it's a snowball. And like, I have a, a buddy, Daniel cross, who I do another podcast with. And he's kind of like, I'm only going to buy a few. And then he's like, all right, I caved. I bought earthquake. All right, I can't that's, buy Typhoon. You know, and like that's how it goes. You know, just like, that's the Funko Pop story, dude. Right, and, and and we could go on so many different directions here, but to, to kind of pull it back a little bit, let's let's go back to like your early days. What, obviously, if you're an adult collecting action figures, you obviously were an action figure fan as a kid. Yes. What do you remember? Like, because we all had different toys as kids, right? I remember, yeah, an etch a sketch, a magnadoodle, all that stuff. But I, action figures are always kind of my jam. Was it the same way for you? It was, and so I, I'm 35, and I was born, so I'm 88, um, and we lived in Florida when I was little, and we would go to flea markets, and oh, so the best, man. they they really were, and so when I was growing up, you know, three or four years old, my mom, you know, taking, taking my brother and I, um, it was right after like masters of the universe had kind of like lost its popularity. So, and those kids were growing up, so they were getting rid of a bunch of stuff. So like the toys that I had, it, I didn't, I didn't have GI Joe's or transformers, but I, I would get like Thundercats and, um, and masters of the universe figures. And that's really like the first ones that I remember getting. And it's, it's funny when I talk to people, they think I'm a little bit older than I am, like in the collecting cir- circle, just because of how much of an affinity I have for Masters of the Universe and Thundercats. Well, and, and that's what's interesting, because I, I have two older cousins. They're about five and four years older than me. So I remember playing with their Masters of the Universe. I remember playing with their G.I. Joes. I remember, you know, playing with all the stuff that they had and... And so, like, I, I have vivid memories, but I don't really remember seeing them on the shelves, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, 
Oh, I never had it. I like I I'm the same way. Like when it with Masters of the Universe, which is my big thing now, I don't remember ever seeing that stuff like when I went to a toy store. Right. It it was always it was always secondhand stuff that that I had. Well, and I know a lot of people who are about my age or even a little bit older, they're like, I don't remember LJN wrestling figures and I'm like, Well, I remember those. But again, I had a lot of hand me down flea market figures. Yep. And uh, my cousins had some and so like I like it's funny because I remember like this one flea market I would go to. My dad actually he does appliance repair. He had a little booth set up there doing like used appliances, I think, but he'd let me like stay close, but you can kind of go around this side and there's a lady that had an action figure set up and I and it's just like you're looking at everything. You don't know what anything is because it's all open, right? And mm-hmm. But you're just seeing everything. You're just like, whoa. Like the, it, It's like, you know, I, I think back to those memories and I'm like, I think that was a Ninja Turtle character, but I didn't know who it was. I think that might have been a Toxic Crusader. Yeah. This was a, definitely Star Wars. That was definitely He-Man. Like, it's, there was so much happening in, at, at the time. And, you know, the, with toy collecting, it's just, I think that's what's so interesting today is because like uh marvel legends for instance they just put out a Crystar figure mm-hmm. and everyone went nuts for it because like you know an 80s line that they kind of resurrected and it's like how crazy is that that like that small like one series line marvel's like hey we'll, we'll put that in the new line and everyone likes like holy crap i gotta get it but i think that's kind of what's fun you know it's like that nostalgic I mean, feeling there and and it's also one of those things where it's just like oh this is the first one or we haven't seen one of these in a really long time, or like, can you actually believe that they made, you know, one of these? Right. Um, I mean, one of those things for me, like, I it's starting to like pick up a lot of. It seems like it's starting to pick up a lot more traction now. But I remember when they were doing the uh, the gar- Mecca started doing the gargoyles toys. Oh yeah. Because like I never watched it. I like I didn't even know it was a show. I had I had the movie that had or that had the. Uh, board game that was also like at the end of the, the movie on the, the VHS and so I just thought it was a movie and it turns out that the movie that I had was like the pilot that was the first four episodes oh but, like a little miniseries almost yeah and so that that's what I had and I was just like for the longest time I would try to talk to people and they'd be like what the hell are you talking about like I, I mean even even though it's a Disney thing like and I'm just like okay and then so um, almost you think like am I remembering this wrong like I swear oh, yeah. I know about this right yeah, and, and just like, did I just get Mandela? Uh, like, I know it exists. I know it's a thing, but I didn't know it was a TV series. Yeah, I, I didn't. So, I mean, it's like when they had the Aladdin show and like the Disney cartoons. That was, but um, so when Disney Plus came on, I started watching that, and then then I see the uh, those, and I end up buying the. I think I bought the Goliath. No, I, I ended up not buying them just because I uh, I was seeing reviews and everything about how. Uh, they the wingspan on them was so massive yeah like you like you couldn't really display it in the case or anything and then uh, i guess they heard that and so then they just started putting like the folded wings in other figures mm-hmm. and that's how they, that's how they get you they put pieces in other things and they do build a figure so you got to buy the entire line yep if you're listening if you're listening to this you know this but those crafty, crafty guys. Oh yeah. Well, well keep- and that's the thing is like I I remember gargoyles. Didn't really watch it, but I definitely remember because it, it always reminded me almost of Batman the animated series in, in a lot of yes. ways. Yes, and and that's that's a, a good segue to the next chapter of the collecting for me was I had all of those uh, 
those flea market toys. But the stuff that I really remember seeing and really wanting was that, that golden era of Fox Kids cartoons, <laughs> where it was X-Men, Batman, uh, Spider-Man, and uh, just wanting those. And that also led into the other collecting, which was, you know, comics and getting into superheroes and everything. But, um, yeah, just I remember those X-Men toys. And now, you know, we've got X-Men 97 getting ready to come out. Oh, and that, so that, that that nostalgia drugs hitting really hard, you know, seeing all those colors, those the Jim Lee inspired art. It's just taking me back down a uh, memory lane for sure. Well, I remember being in first grade and a kid on the playground has a Wolverine figure. And I'm sure you know the one I'm talking about. It's the yellow and, and blue outfit where the claws yes. would kind of retract. Mm-hmm. It had the it, they would go into the arm. So it was like the old Star Wars lightsaber. Yeah. And, and of course, like he won't let anyone touch it, but I'm just like, you know, at that time, obviously I'm a wrestling fan and wrestling toys were kind of my main toy, but I'm looking at this guy who I don't know. And I'm like, this guy looks like a wrestler. Like he's got the big boots. He's got the spandex, he's got claws, but that's okay. You know, it's, it's close enough. And I'm just like, what's his name? He's like, his name's Wolverine. And I'm like, holy crap. That's amazing. Like everything about that was hitting. I didn't know anything about X-Men, but. Like and, all the kids are like X Men, X Men, X Men, and I'm yep. like, oh, that's so cool. And, uh, and good. Oh, and and who would think years later he'd show up on Raw and punch Dolph Ziggler in the face? <laughs> Shoot punch if I remember right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but but I I completely like understand like there. I mean, I I don't know if I saw X Men if I saw the toys first or if I saw. Um, the cartoon first but so many of those like you could just be like hey this and it just immediately comes to mind and i remember like mm-hmm. oh what did it come with like did it have the switch at the back like which which cyclops are you talking about are you talking about like the right. comic book one where he's wearing the full thing or where his head's there and he's got the um the piece on the back of his back of his head so where he's shooting his laser beams like oh man it yeah just, it's crazy it just hits you i remember that day i had a little bit of money was able to talk my my parents into taking me to uh, to Walmart, and I'm looking for this Wolverine, and I found a two pack of him and Sabretooth, who I didn't know, but the guy looked awesome. He had this big, you know, furry outfit. I'm like, oh, how cool is that? And I also bought a, a Juggernaut figure. So for my first foray into X Men, it was a pretty solid haul. I mean, yeah, you definitely can't go wrong there. And but it was like it was one of those things. Like you look, this is another thing too. We don't see it as much now, but. You look at the back of the package, they showed everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, man, I want Iceman. Oh, man, I want Gambit. You know, it's like, I want Beast. I want all these guys. And it's, it's just such a cool thing to see them all. Talking, I don't I don't buy Marvel Legends line, uh, very much anymore. But when you said Beast, I never saw it in the wild, thankfully. But if I do, I'm going to pull the trigger when they re-release the Beast um, with the the lab coat. Oh dude. Right. And, and I'm just like, uh, Oh yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so good. And then, um, I did buy the Mondo six scale, um, con exclusive of Wolverine mm. where he's got the, the meme one where he's, he's laying on the bed and he's looking at the picture. Right. I, I was just like, it's, it's so good. Like, it's just that, that era as uh, like, especially those three cartoons that we mentioned earlier, just such a nostalgia bond for me. It's very hard for me not to just, you know, uh, fork over money. 
What do you think of the new McFarlane Batman the Animated Series line? Before you answer that, when when he started doing Batman 66, I'm like, wow, those are cool. But uh, I'm going to pass. But I remember I told myself, if he ever does Batman the Animated Series, I'm going to dive in. I, I have to because that's like my favorite cartoon of all time. I have some of the previous ones. Yeah, the, the, the that, DC Direct ones. Yes. So I have a Batman. I have a Joker. And I'm like, those are the only two that I need of that. Sure. And the, I mean, he's done the, like the Justice League. Like we have a, I believe we have a John Stewart and we have a Flash and Batman and Superman. But I don't like that style with those figures. The real bulky ones? Yeah. I don't like those and, either. And so I, I've, I've liked the, like I've seen the, the four pack that they have of it. And it looks very good, but it doesn't go with the other uh, McFarlane stuff that I have. Right. It is kind of interesting that they that they went kind of like with Batman sixty six, where it's like it's it's not congruent with the multiverse, and then the Batman the animated series is also not congruent with Batman sixty six or the multiverse. So it's like yeah, they're separate lines. Um, I I will say I love the fact that the Build-A-Figure was Condiment King. Oh, the the Build-A-Figures that they've done in all, like, his lines, for the most part, are great. Like, I I really wanted to get that Beast Boy yeah. that they did. Um, I, and, I mean, we were talking, I mentioned the, the Build-A-Figure and that's how they get you. Arguably the worst Batman movie of all time. The only figure that I would want I have to buy four figures to make him. Right. It's and I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get me, Todd. But you know, and then if somebody's like, "Hey, I've got I've got this fully assembled on eBay for a hundred bucks," I'm just like, "Yes," because then I don't. Because <laughs> then I don't have to worry about it. I'm yeah. looking. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just so crazy, and I like I said I. Build the figures are kind of a whole different deal nowadays, but I was like, man, they could have chose like you know a Commissioner Gordon build a figure, or you know, um, I don't know, a, a Clock King build a figure, but they chose Condiment King, and I'm like, I, I had to like look it up. It's like I don't even know if I remember that, you know, because it's such a random one off character. And I think in Wave Two they're doing Lockup as the build a figure. Yeah, you, well, I I think the thing is that. Commissioner Gordon would have sold right. on its own. And, and King wouldn't have, which, is, which no. makes sense why you do it like that. And he's also enough of a gimmick to where people would want it. So it's, it's smart, I think. Oh, I mean, he, he knows what he's doing. So that's, that's, that's honestly like, and then, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of like repaints and other things that they, that a lot of uh, companies do. But I'm I'm looking at my I got the glow in the dark Swamp Thing exclusive that they did. Oh nice! I I, I hadn't pulled the trigger on it yet because they did like a normal one and then they did the GameStop exclusive that's got a uh, the different head like with the branches coming out. And then I saw that they were doing a one on Amazon and it's a glow in the dark one, but it has both heads. So I'm just like, oh, thank God I, I waited, which is something that you don't normally get to say as a toy collector. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, oh, man, because I mean, the fear of missing out is very real in yes. this hobby. 
Well, you know, I uh, I think back to to childhood a lot with toys and think like, man, it just it would be so hard to pull this off now. You know, as a kid, like obviously financially, like if I if I was if I had a good day, I could talk my parents into a Hasbro figure or mm-hmm. maybe a Power Ranger or you know a, a GI Joe or whatever. If I had my grandma, I definitely could talk her into one. But I, I couldn't imagine the sales pitch I would have needed to pull up, you know, an ultimate $33 WWE figure and be like, hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's just – it's it's so crazy uh, thinking about that. I mean, like – I mean, I I can't <laughs> – I don't have kids, so – Please, please take this as a joke. It's like I, I can't justify spending that for me most of the time. It's like right. go, going, going and spending it for somebody else. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, and it's so, just, it's just tough, man. And I think, I think obviously toys. You know, I, I made this statement before, and I think you could agree with this. It's it's geared towards you know people like me and you. And oh, for if sure. If you look at the toy aisle, it's pretty evident. You know, Masters of the Universe, Power Rangers, Star Wars, wrestling. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe. It's not stuff do, that just came out. It's all older properties. Do kids buy toys anymore? Like, I mean, it, the the market is, I like like you just said, it's being fueled by us, and it's like, and we're we finally have we're adults. We have money now. Yeah, and we we can pay this. And then we were talking earlier about you know stuff prices going up and everything. It's just like, and we keep paying it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just like, so I mean, it's. You know, you, you talk with your wallets and everything, but like I said, it's that it's that fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm very thankful for me. Like I've I've managed to take a step back with uh, a lot of the Hasbro stuff when they uh, did the completely uh, plasticless boxes. Yeah, that was a weird so thing, you, right? <laughs> so 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 you couldn't so you couldn't see the the figure and. Uh, yeah, so I mean that's that's when I really took a step back, but I think it, a lot saved, of people did because that it, certainly went away quickly. Yeah, it's it it saved, saved me some money. Like I'm I'm all for like why they did it and it's great, but I used to be I a mentor card collector. There's still a couple that I do, but not being able to see the figure is pretty crazy to me. Yeah. Well, I know a bunch of people that like getting, you know, wrestling figures specifically autographed. And yes. like, they were like, how am I going to get this autographed if I can't even see the figure? And I'm like, well, right. Why wouldn't you just buy an 8x10? You know, it's a – I think Hasbro probably had the right intentions, but I, I think it was just one of those things where people were just like, uh, no. And not not only that, like figure swapping has become pretty big, you know. Oh, it's and, horrible. And even even – now, like, I'll still see stuff. Not always, but every now and then I'll see stuff. But at the same time, I understand if you're Walmart and you're like, well, we have to take it back or whatever your policy is, but you don't have to put it back on the shelf if you if it's pretty obvious that it's... Well, well, here's 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 another thing. It's like some people have gotten... Like, some people, it's pretty egregious how they do it. Some people, you know, it's swapping out basics or just taking a couple pieces and everything. Um, it's It's always interesting... When you see it, it sucks. It sucks that people do that. But, um, I mean, like you were saying, it's a really expensive hobby. Yeah. And, um, but, again, like I said, it's for people geared like us and our toys these days. And, honestly, how many people that work Walmart returns 
or target returns, like actually pay attention to toys. Right. Like it's just like that. I'm like that looks right. Sure. So and, and and even still, like, do they care? Yeah. You know, it, it's a it's an interesting thing. But you know, I I thought like because I I talked to a, a guy locally out here who owns a toy store, and um, he was telling me like, yeah, this is when they were still doing like. Because even actually the some of the new GI Joes that are coming out are still on on cardboard, so I'm yep. hoping that switches back soon. But he was saying, yeah, that's going away, and I'm like, oh, that's good. And um, yes, I, I I read I read about that, and I was just like, thank God. I know the last couple of Marvel Legends waves have had the uh, plastic back, so it seems like it's they're kind of <clears> back <throat> to how they how they used to look. But but uh, what he was saying is, I was like, how would you be able to do a a trade? For one of these, he's like, I really can't because I have no idea what's in there. And I'm like, he's like, and if it's like a Marvel Legend, how do I know the build a figure piece is not is still there? Taken. Like, it's like, and I, if I have to sell it like complete, I need to know. So essentially, I'd have to open it up and look. And <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. So it's a, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. I think it was a, a failed experiment. I know um, some of the updated packaging WWE is doing. It's more cardboard, less plastic. Yes, yeah, and I'm okay with that as long as you can at least see the figure. What, what's what's funny about that is I they did I I cannot know his I cannot remember his name off the top of my head, but the Carmelo Hayes, right? The yeah. former and okay, um, he has a chase coming out, I believe, and it's different trunks. And the way that like the box is, if you're a Minton card collector, you can't see the trunks. Oh, no. in the picture. Like, it's above his trunk, so, like, you really have to be, like, you have to turn the package to, like, look inside and make sure it's the chase. And just, like, isn't, that's, seems very counterintuitive. I know um, they did a um, a Superstars Hulk Hogan recently, and the chase was the blue gear, almost kind of similar to the No Holds Barred gear. Okay. But the, the clothing, it was kind of reminiscent of WrestleMania 1 when he was in, like, the workout clothing. So he had, like, the long-sleeve Hulkamania shirt and the gotcha. pants with the weight belt. So the only way to see the chase is you had to look to the side of the package and look at the boots. Because either they were yellow boots or blue boots. So blue boots, you knew you had the chase. Okay. And it was one of those things, like, you could, that's the only way you could see it. And um, I don't know. Like you said, it just it's one of those things, like, you... I guess a couple of there was a carrying cross a while back that had a slightly different knee pad, and that was the chase. And it's like, man, with that weird packaging, that would be impossible to see. Yeah, and you know, it's another another segue into we were talking about super niche things. When you're talking about the Hogan, you mentioned No Holds Barred, and they came out with that two pack of Rip and Zeus, and it's just like. Who is this for? It's like, right. Oh yeah. Like, like what kid would like, even know that? Like I'm like this. This movie completely bombed. <laughs> you know. But it's in like the VHS packaging and yeah, oh, yeah. It's great exclusive. It's just like wow, that's that's interesting. They went that route. You know. <laughs> yeah. Give me give me the uh, suburban commando Ramses and I'm all over it. Right. Oh man. And there's so many things that they've done over the last few years. You're kind of just like wow. They actually like the. So my buddy Daniel Cross again. He he um, he he was going. They did a Comic Con, I think, not this year, the year before, and they showed off like a Farouk Assad. He was like, "Is there a demand for that?" And I'm like, "That's a good question. I don't know. Are, are people like, man, we really need Farouk Assad? That three month run he had <laughs> with the weird helmet, you know? Like, 
I mean, do I think it's awesome? Yes, but and that's kind of what he was gearing towards. He's like, look at who they're releasing. It's all legends, essentially. It's all that type of person. You're not seeing a lot of. I mean, you still have the occasional NXT guys and current guys sprinkled in, but it's like he said, you can tell it's geared to people in their 30s or 40s. Yes, most definitely. So, and it's, I, it's, it's like you said. You know, we can we can go down the aisle, and it's. It's the same. It's the. It's literally the same stuff that we grew up with. Yeah. It's, it's Star Wars. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's Masters of the Universe. It's wrestling stuff. Right. It's Power Rangers. I mean, it's. They're, they've been around this long for a reason. So. Do you? Here, here's the only thing that gets me, and I'd like to get your take on this. Okay. It kind of makes me worry about the future because, like, so the kids. Like my nephew's almost ten; he's nine. He likes wrestling figures, and he'll he'll like some of the stuff I buy. Like, I'll show him my Masters of the Universe figures, or you know, some of my Marvel Legends, and he thinks they're cool. But it's not, you know, he's mo- mostly into wrestling, which I get because I I was the same way at his age. But when he's you know now he's nine, what about when he's twenty nine and twenty years from now? Will will he be nostalgic for figures at all? Will he be? Like, I'm. You know, or because this generation's on YouTube, they're not into any of the same stuff we were into. So my my thing with that is, and I don't I don't know if it applies to everything, but for me, toys are a, a tangible thing. Like I can I, I can I can touch them. I you know like I I collect them, and um, I I'm that way with books. And I went that way with movies I know for the most part. Comics as well, right? Yes, and so I feel like this generation behind us is a lot more into like streaming and less physical media. Which good for them; they won't be running out of space. Mm-hmm. But I think that might be something that is a reason for that. And like I, I mean, with us being what's really fueling um, the collector market right now with all of this. I feel like that's, I I don't know how much longer toys are going to be around. And I guess until like we lose interest or start dying off. That's, that was kind of my, my thought too, because I thought, you know, would, uh, when he's 29, say, you know, in 20 years and will he be, and he has a disposable income, will he be into this stuff anymore? Or will he be like, Nah, I'm over it. It's 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 like it's nice that you think that somebody will have disposable income in 20 years. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, right? But um, <laughs> as you know, as I as I think about stuff like that, like one thing that gets me, and I'm sure you've noticed at, at Walmart, obviously the DVD section has shrunk, but a new section oh. popped up recently, and that's records vinyl records and it makes no real sense to buy a vinyl record or a record player other than you're just into music and you like buying that right so it's kind of like i'm guilty of that yeah right and and i but i still think a part of that is people probably physically want to collect stuff and um again i was talking to daniel cross about this because i told him i was like i think collectors will always want to collect and he said his first thought was like, well, that's not true because when I got out of toys, I didn't collect anything. But then he's like, well, wait a minute. I started collecting DVDs. I just didn't think of it as 
mm-hmm. the collection, although that's exactly what it was. And it's it's funny with that because I mean, like as, as again, like you were talking about uh, things replacing it um, and DVDs and Blu-rays going away. Uh, Best Buy, I think this year is completely getting rid of um, physical movies. Interesting at, at, at their stores, and that sucks because. Yeah. Like one of the reasons I even still went to Best Buy was because they would do steel books for like their Blu-rays, yes. and now that's gone. So, and I mean, even like it's it's just shrinking so much. Like you see the movies that came out like in the past month, and those are the the end cap, and then they're gone. Like yeah. they're not. It's like so. Well, I know. Um... GameStop seems to be like the last uh, specialty shop, you know, and of uh, that generation. And, and I feel like it's on, it's on like borrowed time to, to a degree. Oh, it's, it, it's, it's so depressing at any single time I go in there. And, you know, there honestly, like four or five years ago, GameStop was kind of booming, I thought. And they kind of pulled back on collectibles, which I was like, oh, I don't think that. I thought, I thought that was kind of, a smart decision to dive into that. Yeah. Less on the games and stuff, but they kind of, they still have some, don't get me wrong, but they kind of pulled back. And, um, it was just one of those things where I'm like, man, I, it was kind of like when all the video stores closed for me. Well, it's, it's just, it's turning. I mean, we're, we're, we're just sounding like old guys here. I mean, I mean, it's, it's also like the brick and mortar stores are going away. Like it's, I mean, aside from, you know, having Walmart and Target for, to like look at toys, it's like the brick and mortar stuff's going away. Like Amazon's getting how many exclusives these days? Like certain websites are getting, like they're the ones that get exclusives. Mm-hmm. Like the, the ones that specifically just sell toys. So, you know, like Big Bad Toy Store or Entertainment Earth, like they have exclusives. Amazon has exclusives. Ringside has exclusives. And I, again, like, just going back to like how much of a, like a niche product this is and how they know like who to, who, what to do and like who to sell to and like what they need to make to like, you know, get us that sweet dopamine hit again. Right. And, but, and it's also like if all these brick and mortar stores in like the economy, the way it is now, like how much would toys be? Because you'd, you'd be having to pay labor Right. <laughs> and so it's just like I can't imagine, and I know, and I know it's just going to get worse. Like I, I can't wait till you know we're seeing you know Marvel Legends or um, Star Wars Black Series for thirty bucks. Like I, I could see that in the next year or two. Oh yeah, it, it's it's one of those things. Like um, I remember when I first saw Super Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, my my thought there was like these are great, but they are way too expensive for me, and they were forty five dollars. Yep. And now they're now they're fifty five. It, it, mostly the sum will go up a little bit more, but the the main base price is usually fifty five. But you know, like if a Marvel Legends gets gets up to thirty, you're gonna be like, well, that Super Seven Turtle wasn't that expensive, actually. Oh no, no, not it's, at all. Uh, yeah, it's wild, man. And um, but like I said, I think the more cool stuff goes away, the more you like you want to hang on to what you have, right? And like like I said, I I have you know, amazing memories of video stores. And, uh, um, I, I recently got my NES, my Nintendo working and nice. Oh yeah. And so I, I'm immediately going up to a video. Store. And like, here's the weird thing. Like I have a ROM 
like an emulator system that has mm-hmm. every video game imaginable on it. But I'm like, I need to go to a video game or a video game vintage store and buy like a, a, a an NES cartridge because there's something different about that, right? Oh, and I think well, that's the uh, that's the like the what we're missing, you know, nowadays. And it's what, like like you said, going to Best Buy was awesome because you could get a Steelbook Blu-ray. And and now, like I was just in there the other day, and the, obviously the DVD section is basically gone. But it's like it's appliances, and I'm like, this isn't fun anymore. Like this was a fun no. store, but they also had to adapt to survive. They did. Um, somebody, I was talking to somebody, and they like I, this is a side note, and I apologize, but they were talking about like how Best Buys are still around because like it's such a big building and everything. Right. And he was telling me that like companies pay them to it's pretty much just advertisement like this is what it is so people can see it and then they'll go and buy it online no kidding like that's what like the companies that have stuff at best buy like it's just like hey like display this so people can come in and look at it because you know i mean nine times out of ten like you go somewhere you see something and it's just like okay let me check and see how much it is online right and it's just like, oh, I'll, I'll do it then. So it's literally just advertising. Like, that's what's keeping them going. <laughs> that is crazy, though. You know, like, but I remember when Toys R Us, when it started to rumor swirl, swirl that it was going to go out of business. Um, I'll be honest. My local Toys R Us had not been good in a few years. I, I rarely found good stuff there on occasion, but not always. And but half the store was was baby cribs, baby Babies R Us essentially, but it had been that way for a long time. Unless, unless you had a Babies R Us next to it, right? It, like, but it was, it was to me, it was very evident at that point. Toys R Us could could probably survive, but it's they need a a building that better suits what they what they need to push, right? Yeah, and and I think like if if that were to come back in some regard, because there's always rumors that it will. Um, that's what it's what you need to gear it towards is the is the collector market or at least a version of Toys R Us that's geared toward the collectors. You know, you, you bring in your your NECA, your Super Seven, you know, plus all the the action figures people are digging, DC Multiverse, etc. I think that would be cool. It's just it's unfortunate that that probably, at least as of right now, isn't going to happen. Yeah, I was I was in Japan when my local my local one closed. Ugh, I just sad day. Mine is a Ollie's now, which is like a uh, almost like a secondhand store, like a Dollar General, a little bit better than that, but yeah. kind of in that vein. And it's just like uh, I think my, that's so I think I think mine's a furniture store. Yeah, I so um, I remember. I, I know we're not really talking about wrestling on this, but on on long road trips, I like if I had multiple. If it was, most of the time, it was just me, but if I had guys in the car, like we would map out like where the toys russes were yeah oh yeah always. on 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 the way like i, I remember uh our, our friend dimitri when uh, the godzilla movie came out we we talked him into buying this giant godzilla figure that was just riding with us for the rest of the rest of the time and just being like i mean toy hunting yeah it was like it was like all right like i'm gonna take advantage of this i've got this 10 hour trip to the show like there's five uh you know five toys russes on the way let's go well, so. and that was, that's the stuff, man. Like, I remember being a kid, my mom, like, hey, I'm going to go to the mall. You want to go with me? And yes, I do, because that could possibly mean five minutes in KB Toys. You know, like, at man, the, that's, at, that's, 
that's an, that's another one. That's another one I miss a lot. I miss miss the tag, and then being like, then have scratched out the prices and being like three for seven ninety nine or oh, whatnot. Yeah. It's probably five ninety nine because you know toys were cheaper back in the day, right? But oh man, and that's and that's the thing is like it's it stinks that that's kind of gone away. But obviously, with the advent of the internet, things certainly changed and. You know, another thing uh, gets brought up to me a lot is uh, toy catalogs or like a Toys R Us catalog or a Sears catalog that showed upcoming toys or what was currently out. And and I'm like, yeah, nowadays it's, you know, the Internet. They put it on Instagram or they put it on the Twitter X, oh, whatever you want I mean, to call it. That's that's what it is. And and the thing, too, is that they know, we're, again, they know we're all following them. So it's just like like hey here's free advertisement specifically to everybody that we're trying to do it to yeah and then i mean like how many times have we sent each other messages where it's just like hey did you see this hey yeah. did you see this hey did you see this so yeah it's crazy it, i'm it, i'm gonna go ahead it really, is. It, it really oh. i mean it's it's crazy because it's changed so much but it's still like every now and then and i, and I know you felt this before because i know there's been periods in my life where i didn't collect because a, I financially just couldn't, or I was renting a room and I had literally nowhere to put anything, you know, or you know, didn't really have that much extra cash or whatever. But man, there would still be stuff I would see him like, dude, you know, like that's so cool. And when it hits you, man, it just hits you in a in a special place. And I think to me too, and this is I don't want to get too deep or anything, but if I've ever had like a a bad breakup or something in my personal life just kind of go horribly bad diving into toys kind of took that pain away at least temporarily oh yeah you know i mean it's it's uh it's definitely a comfort thing for yeah. sure um and i mean it's just like take, takes you back to a takes you back to a better time for sure with with all of this and then like i i get it i'm the same way i'm exactly the same way yeah and 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 i think there's something fun about checking out a store, right? I mean, I don't know if you ever do this. Like if I'm ever in another town traveling, man, I'd have to go stop in that Walmart. If I drove by one, just because, Hey, maybe this Walmart will have something different. You know, like I, as I, go, as that is. I, I do the exact same thing. Cause I, 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 I personally like seeing what, to, like one, like, am I going to find something that I've been looking for? Sure. And then two being like, do they still have the same toys that are just sitting on the shelves? Like my Walmart. Right. Like what's like what's their toy that's sitting on the shelf, or like because so. you know I think Marvel Legends too. Like um, we, we talked about that a little bit, but you know they do the build a figure waves, right? So it's like six or seven figures per wave, and there's usually one or two that just like you're like, wow, I absolutely don't need that, and it would always just warm the pegs for like mm-hmm. months and months and months, and it's always like every now and then if I'd see one, it'd always make me laugh, like huh, that's still there, you know, like no oh, man about that, you know, it's just always so. kind of funny. So it, it's it's pretty bad at uh, at my at my Walmart toys that are sitting on shelves still, and they they've been sitting that way for a while. It's like Star Wars stuff. It's Lando Calrissian. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the uh, is it Jessica Drew from the Spider Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. So is, this is the, the, the the Spider Woman. And the new uh, and the new Mary Jane from the Far From Home line, and yes. I'm just like, man, guys, like, 
this is not a good look for this yeah. wall, this, this Walmart toy aisle. Well, what's funny is that you know I was talking about the WWE superstars figures, which they're they're pretty popular now. But I remember my Walmart was completely like you know sold out of them for the most part, with the exception of a few. And then they got like a like six cases of Series Three, which is like the Million Dollar Man, Mankind, and Papa Shango, and everybody I think got the same thing. For some reason, they shipped a whole bunch of those. Yeah, and. It's like my Walmart still has Million Dollar Man, Mankind, and Papa Shango, and tons of them. And that, uh, gosh, that was like two years ago. And and like I never saw Series Four on the shelves. And then like Series Five was Earthquake and Rick Rude. Saw them once and they were gone. Never saw them again. Yeah. Still got Mankind. You know, it's like oh my gosh. Man. It's I, just one of those frustrating things, you know. Oh yeah that that Mankind line. That man, that mankind figure from that line is what has almost got me to get into that. Oh, dude, it's so like, cool. I I saw I saw, you know, having having to stop it uh, at places. I, my my wife and I went to Alabama to see her in laws over Christmas, and there was Walmart Supercenter close to the gas station that uh, that we had to stop at. So I was just like, hey, I'm gonna go check this out, and I, I walked in there, and they had the the Undertaker from that line for five dollars on clearance, and I was just like. And the box was and, and the box was nice, and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, like I, I just I knew, and I, but I was like, if that was if that was the mankind, it would have been bought. Oh man, they're they're and it's it's crazy because you know they're so simple. But this is another thing too. I'd like to get your your take on. We're going so many different directions here, but I think that's all right. That, um, that happens when we start talking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But someone brought this point up, and I was like, man, that's a good point. He's like, they look like toys. Right, I think nowadays they're trying to get this realistic look, but these look like toys, and I'm like, that's freaking interesting that you say that. But there is something to that, right? It looks '90s, it looks '80s, it looks old school, and I think that's part of the driving force of it because they all well, have the same body except the fat guys, right? The fat guys have their own body, but everything's kind of the same. But I'm like, well, that's a, that's an interesting point that they all kind of look the same, yet they're different enough that we're all like, oh, that that's awesome. If they were a little bit, if they weren't twenty dollars, right? Like if if they weren't if they weren't the price, like they're more expensive than basics yeah. for for this for this line. Like I feel like these could be the ones that would be sold to kids. Hundred percent. Like I mean, like the the boxes, the box art, and everything, it pops a lot more. But then again, like we say that, and the ones that they're making are older wrestlers or legends. Right. Like you don't you don't see current guys in that line. So again, like who's it made for? It's made, made for us. Um, but they, 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 they do look like toys. And I mean, it's the, the progression of it's just all figures, but like we're talking about wrestling figures right now. It's like the, the WWE figures, you have the basic line, you have the elite line, (laughs) and then you have the ultimate line. And it's just like, just going up, that that tier list and it's like okay like this is a toy this is a toy like what is what is this one that's you know oh it's got all the uh changeable hands and heads and it's all about posing them and doing this and it's like it's meant to be displayed not played with so yeah it it is it is pretty crazy and you know like i said there's so many figures now it's kind of hard to even like if you if you were just like hey I want to collect one thing, 
just one thing that's that's hard to keep up with you know because there's so much happening like um i i kind of go almost go in like cycles where i'm I'm into something and i'm kind of buying everything that they have of that and then then i kind of get out of it because it's like well i want to buy these now and it's just it's crazy how your focus can shift but um it's it's star wars comic books um wrestling and it's pretty much like that's that's my cycle mm-hmm. with, with it with everything because as as i'm i'm talking to you while i'm in my room it's just like okay there's star wars figures there's wrestling figures and you know there's um marvel and dc su- like superheroes all around me it's like okay these are my these are my my cycles and then masters of the universe is the constant mm-hmm. It, it really is fun, and I know with the vintage stores, you know, I remember, um, you know, like I didn't expect this to happen, but I'm at this vintage toy mall we have out here, and I'm um, you know, just looking at everything, because to me, it was almost kind of like a museum of toys, right? And that was what was so fun, is just seeing everything. And they had this carded uh, X-Force Deadpool Toy Biz figure. It was like 12, 15 bucks, I think. Um and I'm like, and it was the one that like had the removable mask and stuff. Nice. And I'm like, man, that's awesome. But I'm like, I can't buy that. Like, that's just a slippery slope. And so I wait. And I'm like, nah, nah, I don't need that. And then it's like I leave, and then like the next couple of days, I'm like, damn, I should have bought that. You know, <laughs> like it just starts uh, eating, eating at you and stuff. And then I eventually went back, and they didn't have that figure. They had one loose with all the accessories. It was actually a little cheaper, so I grabbed that and a couple other toy biz figures. But like, it's like collecting that old stuff is fun too. I think like I, I kind of try to say on here is like, you got to find your joy with whatever you're collecting and, and find stuff that just makes you happy. And if that's, if it's new stuff, if it's old stuff, whatever, just have fun with it and enjoy it. For, for sure. Like this, this is definitely a hobby that should, uh, should make you happy. And I mean, there were times like, you know, I mentioned the pop thing. I remember when I was really into Funko pops, getting so mad when I would miss an exclusive. Like, that, that was such, you know, I think Funko Pops kind of. I think they killed their own line. Personally. Oh, they just they they just put up with everything. Like I like they're not like what they were or anything, but I think that they're great. I know oh, we talked about. I it. think they're hugely fun. I think I think they made it too hard for anyone to even try to c- collect it, and and it kind of got people out of it. You know, and I think once you're out, I don't know about you, but when I'm out, I'm kind of out. Oh yeah, I. You know, and then another another thing too is I'm curious how much um, COVID affected people with uh, getting uh, in and out of collectibles because of like how many people had to like sell their collections off. Oh sure, and then not only and, that, like store exclusives and stuff. I'm sure that was not easy, especially in no. areas where you know, like I know where I live, and I'm sure with you, like the lockdowns probably weren't as strict as say like, <clears throat> New York, right, or L.A. So a lot different. Yes. I know. So, I mean, it, I told this story before, but I was at Walmart. This was right around the start of COVID, actually, and um, you know, buying my stuff. And I walked by the electronics, and I see that they had Marvel Zombie Funko Pops. It's like four of them: Hulk, yeah. Deadpool, Wolverine, and someone else. Like maybe, maybe Gambit. I'm not sure, but I was like, man, that's awesome. And I'm like, so I'm trying to like sell it to myself, right? Like, well, mm-hmm. it's it's a subline of a main line. It's only four. And let me look and see if they have others. Oh, they made a uh, a New York Comic Con Magneto. Well, that's like seventy bucks on eBay. Okay, there's a Amazon crate exclusive. 
someone and that's this much and there's this and I'm like yep I'm out <laughs> I was like yep. I was out before I was in because I knew to try to get into that was going to be an expensive a too, a too expensive a line to dive into and it's like that that sucks that's not how it should be I, so I think in a lot of ways as popular as Funko was like four or five years ago they really they've died down a lot oh they they have. I'm I'm friends with someone who used to work with them, and they've said very similar things. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's. I remember what's funny is everyone said, "Oh, these are Beanie Babies," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, but these will go forever because all the My, licenses." But again, they and I'm not. No, go ahead. It's 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 what I it's what I've said as well. Like, I, I don't feel like they're ever going to go the way of Beanie Babies just because. They are they are all licensed properties and they're things that people do enjoy and they're you know small enough to where like somebody can ha- put one on their shelves. Like mm-hmm. how many times do you see a, see an interview with somebody on TV and you know they're it's a, a FaceTime call or a Skype call and they've got one behind them, right? So, well, I, I was at a vintage stock the other day and they had a Family Matters and I'm like, oh man, like. Love that show as a kid. And it's one of those things like, you know, certain shows, Family Matters, Full House, you know, uh, Step by Step. If they Like if they ever do some of those, like I would have to be, it would have to be tough. But like I would want to get those because those were so, those are huge staples of our childhood. And that's kind of what Funko was, was diving into so much. But again, with the exclusives and stuff, it just made it very, very difficult. It did. Well, man, as we as we kind of wind down here, um, I know you kind of talked about what you're collecting. Um, like for you, though, like what's what's the uh, what's the joy you find in collecting nowadays, and what keeps you what keeps you in it? Because I know you've probably had ebbs and flows over time of different points of your life, but what kind of keeps you uh, enticed with the world of uh, figure collecting? It's, I mean, it's nostalgia bombs these yeah. days. That, I mean, that's that's what's really getting me. There hasn't been a whole lot of new things where I'm like, Oh man, like I have to, I have to get this. I mean, the, again, I'm just like looking at things in my room right now. And it's like snake mountain was a giant purchase that I made. I made the, the thunder tank, the thundercats thunder tank was another big purchase. And then also the like Amazon exclusive Batmobile and Michael Keaton, Batman from Batman 89. It's just like, soon as they made that cuz this this is something that's kind of funny they made the uh the the Michael Keaton Batman figure was the first time it was in the DC uh, multiverse line and it was from the Flash movie and i just remember being so mad that it wasn't like the 89 version cuz the suit's all black in the flash mm-hmm. and i i wanted the the gold or the yellow belt on him mm-hmm. and then um like I'm, I'm complaining to Jason and some other people and everything. I was like, man, I would have bought this in a heartbeat if it didn't have this. And then I see like on Instagram that they're coming out with that. And it's just like, we heard you guys. <laughs> like they probably yeah. already knew, you know, like, oh, yeah. double dip here. You know? Oh, for sure. But I'm just like, sons of bitches. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's the, that's the crazy thing though, man. Like there's like that, that Michael Keaton, Batman, even if I, if you see just the flash version, you're like, damn like that's amazing like to see that as a figure on the shelves today and that's the one that sold out like that's the one you couldn't find anywhere it was always sold out on like on all the the websites Mm -hmm. and everything like that was the one that was sold out it's like 
and it was before the movie came out, but I mean, like, it's still just like people wanted the Michael Keaton Batman. When they so. showed that trailer, which I actually still have not seen that movie, um, I've heard it was okay, it, so I'm kind of like, it, I mean, just the CG is very bad in it. Yeah. And like, you, I didn't go to see the movie for Ezra Miller. I went to go see it for <laughs> Michael Keaton coming back and playing Batman. Like, well, the freaking, that was, in the trailer, the music is what got me, man. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's Danny Elfman. Like, it's, um, the first the first movie I ever saw in the movie theater is Batman Returns. I saw it with, I saw it with my dad, and so like when the Flash was coming out, like I that's that was my my Father's Day gift was you know taking my dad and my um, father in law to go see uh, the Flash. Like was it the best movie in the world? No, but again, it's just like this this was the first movie I ever saw. Like I gotta go see this in the movie theater, and it, that I mean it's just it's a straight nostalgia bomb just because. Batman 89, and then as we were growing up, like, Batman animated series, that music, it's just... Oh, yeah. It, it gives gives you goosebumps. Well, it, it it hits different, right? And I think that's that's kind of like the whole mindset of, of everything on this podcast, is stuff that just, it hits you a certain way, and you're like, damn, that's that's awesome. I want I want more of that. And, and that's, I think, what the joy of collecting is. You know, I, I think for anyone, it can kind of become too much, and I always try to tell people, like, if it becomes frustrating, like, I, I, uh, I have a good friend, Richard Ewell, who, who hosts a show called Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast, and he said that he messaged me one day saying that he was done with G.I. Joe Classified. I was like, are oh, you just kind of over the line? He goes, no, I love the line. He goes, but I'm so freaking frustrated because I can't find them anywhere. I'm like, well, I get that. You know, like, if you, if you, he's like, I want to go to the stores and buy my figures, and I can't find them, so I just, I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, well, I get it. And Man, I think that's kind of the, that's- uh, that's, that's such a, it, right? That's such a tough line, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're talking about exclusives. Like the target, the target ones on that are yeah. a, a nightmare. So, and you know, it's literally like, hey, Cobra Troopers up on or Cobra Vipers up on on target. Go, 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 go. And it's like, uh, you know, it's like that sucks. You know, especially yeah, like, and you're in the middle it's of like I'm, of doing I'm at work. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm at work right now. Yeah. <laughs> Got to time my bathroom break just perfect. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it does, I, I it does make it tough. I had those. I was just like, oh man, this figure is going up at uh, eleven o'clock. I'm uh, guys, I'm about to go step away real quick. And then, like they could tell if I got it or not. Like if I came back, if I was pissed or not. It's like, or I'd be coming back like being like, hell yeah, I got it. So. Well, and, and what's weird is, like, you just never know. Like, I know a bunch of my friends who are big into the WWE SDCC exclusives. And so this year was the uh, Muhammad Ali 2-pack. Mm-hmm. And so they're just thinking, oh, it's going to sell out like crazy. And it, it, I think it's still available. Yeah. It, I it, mean, you you never know. Well, and that one is such a, like, because he didn't do a lot in WWE. So there's not a whole lot of, like, looks you can do with him. And I get that they signed him, so they want to put him in everything. I, I totally get that. But... It was just one of those things where it's like, you know, most people are probably like, eh, I don't really need that, so I'm gonna yeah. pass, and, and so I, to- which I totally get both sides. I mean, it's cool looking figure. I don't need it though. Right. So. Exactly, and I know a lot of people who are big big boxing fans. I'm like, well, yeah, if you're a big boxing fan, absolutely get that. You know, it's just, and I'm sure Mike Tyson's probably coming if they're able to license him because that would be that would be a home run, obviously for his like, time in WWE. I feel like that one would sell a little bit better. You oh know, yeah, well, you because have, you can because his put the DX impact, shirt on him. You're right. Well, his impact on the business, right? Like he he 
like him and Mr. T were two celebrities that legitimately impacted the wrestling business and not many others did, but those two certainly, you know, kind of put it over the edge at, at, at their respective eras. So yeah, people are going to want those because they, they mean something for, for the industry. Oh man. Is, is Logan Paul, the Mr. T and Mike Tyson of this generation? Yeah. So I'll be honest, like I try to go into stuff with an open mind. Um but that one I didn't get. I didn't get it. And and then someone said something to me that really like opened my eyes and it was something to the effect of okay, Logan Paul's got videos on YouTube that have like 40 million views. I'm like, yeah, that's a lot. I'm like, granted that's a lot of views. I get it. Like to put in perspective, one of the highest grossing sitcoms, not highest grossing, but the highest viewed sitcoms um, over the last few years was the Friends series finale. And it had like 30 million views, which at the time was like record breaking numbers. And I'm like, damn. And he's got more. Granted, I mean, is it the same? Is the kids watching the same video over and over? Possibly, but yeah. it's still massive numbers. So. I do get it business wise and I, and there, there's no knocking him like for, you know, for where he's at in the industry and the matches he's putting on, he's doing very well. It's just, it's one of those things where you're like, he, it, it's not targeted to us certainly, but to that generation, like I took my nephew to Walmart. Um, he was just with me and I had to go to Walmart and, um, in the course of walking through Walmart, he saw three different kids he went to school with. All of them had a prime, and that's not an exaggeration. Everyone, yeah, you know. So for Uh, a generation, yeah, it's big. That that I mean, his his ultimate sold out. Yeah, and uh, I I guarantee you, when his when his elite drops, it's not going to be one you're going to be finding in stores. Right, and so and that elite has the prime bottle, which will be even even bigger. Yep, and so it's just I think sometimes it's just. You just never know. And they were smart enough to, to realize that there was something there and they took advantage. And I think smart on them to do so. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, to be fair, he's, yeah, am I his biggest fan? No. Um, but he's got an act for making money. So if you can he's, make money, you'll, you'll probably always have a spot in wrestling. He's, uh, he's athletic as hell. Yeah. And, uh, and and then another thing too is like he's a, he's a collector as well. He just has a lot more money than we do. Yes, I mean, indeed he does. So, so I, I I wish I had that amount of money to drop on a Charizard. Right? Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, like I've already there's a lot of guys online that do a lot of customs and stuff. And so there was, you know, a guy that made custom prime bottles, and then a guy mm-hmm. that made it like the 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 decal for the necklace. Oh man, that's. That's a whole other like can of worms we could go into right now. Just, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Coach Doggins and those. Uh, I I don't know the guy's Instagram, so I, I apologize that I can't plug it. But the the title belts that he does. Oh yeah. Oh my god! Like oh, they're insane. Just absolutely insane. He got me the uh, the world heavyweight championship that Seth Rollins has right now. Nice. Uh, like I mean, I got it. Like it hasn't even been on a figure yet. Right. And he's he's got it. it. Looks better than any of my other ones. And I mean, Seth Rollins is literally the uh, the display for my my ultimates uh, that I've gotten my my detoff. Like it, he's front and center with that belt. So, well, and that's and that's the thing now is like there's guys that do custom heads and oh yeah, and, like three three D printing and yeah, the water slide decals and all this other stuff. It's like 
possibilities are kind of endless on stuff you want to create. So what I'm what I'm curious about, like we're like we were talking, like oh hey, is this going to go to another like generation? Like I feel like they're going to get to the point where they can do like on 3D printers and painting and selling like hyper specific stuff to our generation. Mm-hmm. Like as, as soon as they, they realize that, Oh, Hey, like if I get a 3d printer and I can get good at this and get good sculpts, like I can, you know, have a business where I'm just doing this. Well, I mean, look at my friend, Jason Wolf, what he's doing. Yeah. You know, he, he started out with custom Hasbro's and he was just doing part swapping. Then he started kind of molding and customizing and making new heads. And, and then he started, you know, sculpting body parts and kind of changing things. And now he's doing galoobs. Like I just got a galoob set of Hollywood blondes and oh man, like it, it's incredible. And like some of the stuff he's able to pull off, you're just like, and he's got more equipment to do more stuff. And it's just like, dude, like that's like the possibilities are endless, but like, here's another one too. Do you know the line battle beasts? Are you familiar with those? I am. So Travis, my buddy sent me a picture few months back and it was a a guy had a set of battle beasts and they were 3d printed, but the heads were taken off and he put WWF Hasbro heads on them. So good. And he painted them up like, you know, their colors and stuff. And I'm like, that's amazing. And so I'm asking him about that the other day because he's like, yeah, I can make those for sure. I have all the, I have all the files. And I'm like, man, that'd be really fun. I was like, what's that guy's Instagram? I want to check it out. That dude's got He-Man, G.I. Joe, Thundercats, Transformers, Ninja Turtles. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's I, all, you know, because I'm like, the possibilities are endless. I wish I wish I was talented enough to do that and oh, patient too. enough to do something like that. But uh, thankfully, I have a job where I could pay somebody who is. Right, <laughs> so, right. So, um, and I'm... I'm I will say this. I am, I'm get one of my new year's resolution this year. One of them is to be completely off of social media. Oh, wow. So, um, I am, it's going to be interesting seeing like what I miss and what like people tell me about, like as far as like what's coming or if there's an exclusive drop, but, uh, I won't know. So, so that's, that's interesting completely. I mean, I know we're kind of running out of time here, but being I, I'm long winded. I apologize. Like, how do you, uh, like I'll, I'll just be honest. How do you deal with lulls of uh, spare time if you have any? Um, I I'm, I'm trying to read more. Okay. So that that's that's what I'm doing, and um, yeah, it's it's it's. I don't look at my phone nearly as much. Oh yeah. Um, I also I also I was playing Marvel Snap. I deleted that off my phone as well. So my screen time is down. Oh, I'm sure a lot. Do you but, uh, do you miss it? Like the social media, like it's not, not so much for like the BS, but like, like new figure information and stuff like that. Um, I miss, I'm like, I, there hasn't been something like that, you know, uh, coach Doggins or anything has like sent me or anything been like, Hey, here's this. But, uh, I, I know like when I, I'll, I might get a message from you or somebody and it's like, Oh, Hey, did you see this? And it's gone. Like, that's going to suck. Yeah. Like, well, I'll, not, be, not, I'll be more forward thinking to send you stuff now that you might not see I, it. So I, I appreciate that. Just like, I mean, cause that's, that's the way it is. Like that's how they, they market to us now is they know that we, we follow all of their stuff. Yeah. And so when there, when there is a drop, it's like, Hey, this is going live now. So, but the other thing too, is I, I own a home now and 
space is getting pretty limited mm-hmm. as far as like what I'm going to be able to display. And right. so I'm, I, I'm getting much more selective in what I buy now. For sure. And, and I think like with a, obviously social media can be a cesspool for sure. Um, but there are some good things out of it. I think like you can meet a lot of cool people. Um, yes. It's, but like I've, I've said before, I was like, the, the problem with something like social media or Facebook or whatever platform you're using the most, you could have like a hundred positive interactions and one negative one. And we'll always focus on that negative one. You know, that, that is, that is the way it is. That's just human nature. But I've actually started liking Facebook more simply for the Facebook groups that I'm in. And part of me wants to just like, I don't know if I can, but just like delete the, the social page and just, Oh man. And then just do the groups because that to me, like those are fun because it's like, you see new new figure information. You see like people who are buy, selling, and trading, and I don't know. Like that's 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 nice. It's just it's all the other negative that's, things. About that's that's why I kept that's why I kept Facebook for so long. Right. Well, and I mean, I was I got on. So before my wife and I started dating, I had a different name on my Facebook. Right. I remember that. So yeah. that like you so were that of, people, you, were, you were doing everything you could to get away from it back in the day. I, I really was, but like, so I had, I had a different name and I specifically had it to where like only like really close people would have my Facebook information. And then I was on there for groups for like, uh, comic book groups that were like, would do sales right? and then, and then toy groups and like, Oh, Hey, like anybody looking for this or I'm needing to get out of this. And honestly, one of the reasons I made it through COVID was because of Facebook and those groups <laughs> selling all my stuff. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah, I, I completely understand. Like the, the community is great. Like for the, for the most part, like you said, you will have 100 great interactions with people and then you'll have one bad one and that's what you focus on. But I do my best to focus on like the great interactions that I have with people in this community. One of my best friends I met in line at a hot topic, um, as we were trying to get a chase for a, a Funko pop chase. And he is, one of my best friends, his name is Jamie, and uh, in that conversation, we found out that we both love Superman, and we both love Masters of the Universe, and we compare collect- collections all the time. Well, and, and that, to me, is cool, you know, and it just, I don't know, it's just, it, it's an interesting world we live in, and uh, I know there's a lot of negative, but I, I think, it, you know, it's just, it's, it. I try to focus on the positive and just have fun with collecting, and I, I love getting to show off my collection, which I've kind of been doing on the uh, TB toy cast, uh, Instagram more. And I think what's nice about that is it has no real connection to me. So if like, you don't, I don't have to worry about if someone in my personal life sees it, they're like, Oh, you buy that. I don't even have to explain it. Cause it's like, it's not yeah. named to me, I guess it's just, it's almost kind of like you can hide behind it and be like, Hey, this is fun stuff. I enjoy. And if you like it, cool. If not, don't worry about it. You know, you don't even have to follow it. So exactly yeah but dude this is a lot of fun i enjoy talking toys with you as always i I plan to do more podcasts like this so if you're listening and you want to do a little conversation about some toys hit me up i I think it'll be a lot of fun to do some uh, toy conversations uh for the tb toy cast so aaron obviously we're not going to plug social media because you don't have any (laughs) i I, I don't have any so uh but we, we appreciate it man and i hope we can do this again down the road it's a lot of fun Hey, I, I really hope so, too. Thank you so much uh, for having me on. And I've just got one more thing to say. Double pistols. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> no problem.